the best part of your week is about to begin. This is the time where we talk shop, swap stories, and share lessons from our wild adventures in the creative industry. With each and every lovingly crafted episode, we strive to bottle that magic, warm, electric feeling you get after coffee with a new friend or attending a fantastic breakout session at a creative conference. You might start as strangers, but you'll leave as friends. Buckle up, settle in, and get ready for this episode of Freelance Fridays. Hello and welcome, guys. It's Friday. It's one o'clock. You know what that means. We're live streaming over here on YouTube. Guys, thank you for joining us. And I am joined, as always, by the lesser known sixth member of the Spice Girls, Ashley Ulmer. <laughs> I appreciate that. That was that was a that was a nice compliment. <laughs> I try I try and throw you off every week. Like I, I don't know if it's gonna be a real fact or a fake fact, but I'm definitely no, gonna like legitimately, if you knew me as a child, like age, you know, 10 through 11, 12 ish, my like I went by Baby Spice. Like that was my identity. Like I love that. <laughs> I was obsessed. That's great. That's great. Well, hey, uh, we do have a tiny bit of housekeeping here before we jump into the stuff today. Uh, some of you might have seen that this thing's a podcast now. So you can join us live on Fridays and jump in the chat and kind of hang yeah. out and see the see the thing live you can rewatch later on youtube or you can join us on spotify and apple podcasts uh we're up we're doing this thing baby and i got um lambasted by someone who will and now i'll say his name carson cooper with fits of faith he says i i was the one that told you to do the podcast i need rights i need a shout out here is your shout out carson you asked for it i don't know if you're even listening or paying attention but it's officially happened uh, get all let let everybody know. Carson's the reason that uh, that we did that. Now, uh, Thank lots you, of other folks asked for it too. And now a quick word from our sponsors. <sighs> That's yeah, awesome. um, yeah, no, I can. I know for sure for me, like I went back and listened to a few episodes on Spotify because Spotify is definitely my go-to for podcasts yeah. and stuff. And I, it's it's just a lot easier to find the episodes that way versus going to YouTube and having to scroll through all. You know, it is. It is. And I had lots of reservations about going to to podcasts and reasons or whatever, but I don't want to jump into all that right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just excited. It's happening. I think it is great and it's going to be a better experience for everybody. And yeah, I uh, appreciate you guys hanging with us as we're working through the kinks and kind of figuring out what this show is in this season. And I feel like we're I don't know about you, but I feel like we're, we're kind of getting into a, a little rhythm here. And I also wanted to tease and we're not going to say it now. But we do have a new name for the podcast that that we're going to announce yeah. uh, on our special Thanksgiving episode here in a little bit. But uh, well, more on that later. I'm excited to jump in with our guests today. Actually, what's our topic? We are talking about what to do when you are slow, like as a as a mm. freelancer, as an artist, as a you know, just creative in general. What do you do when you're slow? Schedule. Slow. I like I like the way you phrase that because. Uh, my wife gets on my case because I am slow. Like I'm very slow about processing things and moving. So when you say when you are slow, like when you're a slow person, what do you do? <laughs> like how slow. do you? Like I have some answers for that. I got some handles. <laughs> uh, but you're talking about work, pace of life, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. And I think, um, yeah, Dustin, thanks for the love down in the comments. Um, yeah, if you guys are watching live, feel free to jump into the comments and uh, share any other notes. Like we love to chat with you guys down there too. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and bring our folks up on stage. So today we are joined 
by uh, Timmy Tammy. Said it wrong. It's Tammy Coker. This dude is a freaking genius. And uh, Landon Stokes, also a genius. Uh, Ash, where'd you go? She left us. <laughs> Guys, I'd love to hear from y'all. Uh, let's go here. We got out of order here, but uh, let's go. Ash, Tammy, Landon for our round robin stuff. Tammy, do you want to give give everybody a little like uh, for those of you who've been living under a rock and don't know who Tammy is? Like, can you give us the the short version? Yeah. So my name is Tammy Coker. I'm a Nigerian multidisciplinary artist. I really focus on art direction, photography, and graphic design and merging all of those together. Um, so a lot of the work I do is just campaign work with brands, helping them bring the ideas they have into fruition through art direction, photography, and design. So that's pretty much what I do. Yeah, absolutely. You got some uh, killer, killer stuff. I've been following for a couple of years now and uh been blown like just you know there's there's always two sides of, of folks like yourself like there's the oh the art is sick but then there's the like oh shoot you did an apple spot like <laughs> bombay gin had you do their campaign i'm like okay that's a different uh stratosphere than i currently operate in but you know, yeah it's a uh, whole other deserve. level than we we experience right, right. <laughs> thank you and i'm pulling it up on the screen here uh, yeah, like also, it's always it's fascinating. We talk about this a lot on the show. Like so, somebody's when somebody can define an art style that is like interesting, but also useful and also has enough room for you to grow in it and try other things. Like <laughs> anytime your stuff shows up in my feed, I don't need to see your name attached to it. I know it's yours, right? <laughs> Thank and that's, you. uh, you know, that, that that's always super impressive when somebody can find a style like this that yeah. is you know, some of this not cool for a couple of posts or, right. you know, what I see a lot of times like, Oh, I'm glad you've expressed that, but no one wants to see that. Right. Like <laughs> you have found your voice, but nobody wants to hear you sing kind of thing. And so that there's right. a lot of ways to get off the tracks there. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. This stuff is so, so sick. Mm. All right. Landon, my guy, how about you? What's up with you guys? Appreciate you all having me on. Um, so yeah, a little bit about myself. Landon Stokes. Uh, nickname is Dino. Uh, Dino designs the company. Um, Where's where'd the nickname come from? Yeah, so it was a where most nicknames come from is high school. It was a high school nickname uh, from a friend of mine. Uh, shout out Tyrone. Uh, he gave me the nickname. Uh, it started off as Landino, and then it just turned into Dino for short. So I love nice. that. It just kept it. So I've no, and here's here's the relic from the episode that you were supposed to be on before with the hurricane. <laughs> R.I.P. I was gonna Dude, re- I and just replace replace the one picture, but I was like, no, I'll just. <laughs> I love it, dude. So you, uh, I see you do a lot of like um, collegiate or like athletic style stuff. You were also yeah. you played at Vandy too, right? Like you were a football yeah, player. That's right. Yep. So I played four years there. Uh, from uh, 2014 to or 2013 to 2017 uh, at Vanderbilt. See some little designs for them down there. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think that's where some of my style comes from. Some of the athletic look, um, some of that comes from nice. just my athletic background, being in it for so long. Um, yeah. It's just kind of ingrained in everything I do. Have you been, uh, like, do you end up working with folks in that space more because of, of your uh, past life, if you will? 
Yeah, it started to lean that way just because of the connections that I had already had. Um, so I got like athletes that were they were playing the league or had some young college athletes that would reach out every now and then. Um, so yeah, that definitely that definitely brought in that type of work for sure. Awesome. That's cool. I yeah. love it. Do you have cool a leopard gecko? I saw that picture. I do. He's over here yeah. to the left. I, I would have busted him out, but I love it. I I'm, have gonna a, leave, I'm gonna leave him in there for now. He, <laughs> yeah, he might be. We have a um, we have a bearded dragon. That's right. Yeah, I did hear about that. They're fun. Yo, so, his tail is so fat. Is that normal? Is he yeah. healthy? <laughs> that, means he's, that means he's very healthy. Actually. Yeah, that's a good oh, thing. Okay. Yeah. Is it <laughs> the same thing with uh with bearded dragons, Ashley? Uh, no, not their tail, but like they get fat. Like their bellies okay. should be pretty fat, and they're like you know, a little yeah. gizzard gizzard area, chin area. Yeah. So I got him in college. I, I needed a little buddy in the dorm room. So I was like, what can I take back? <laughs> That's awesome. Brought him. His name is Flash, by the way. Oh, nice. Flash. <laughs> is, he, is he fast? I, I don't he's know anything about lizards. Yeah. He's one of the fastest leopard geckos that I know. So <laughs> <laughs> you got this thing like he gets out in your house and he's just zooming, baby. Like he's gone. The thing is, he will never get out because my wife hates him. So <laughs> that's not but you got out. him in college, so he's like, you can't, you can't exactly, lose him. Yeah, like, and the thing is, actually, we don't like him. Well, but uh, apparently, they live for about twenty years or, or something around. Wow, there. yeah. Wow. I I read bearded dragons are about twelve to fifteen years. So she's like, we've only had her for like eight months now, and she's already like this big old fatty. But it's like a pretty long time commitment. So I'm excited yeah, about it. It's family right there. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, guys, as much as we could talk about lizards, that's not the topic for today. <laughs> We're talking about what to do when it's slow. And I like the big open ended questions because uh, if nobody else does, I have four different like angles to mm -hmm. talk about this from. But we know Josh is never going to suffer from lack of things to say on the show here. <laughs> Ashley, why don't you kick us off with your answer? Sure. Um, so, yeah. So, like you said, I kind of have a few different, like, thoughts on this as well. I know, like, me personally, like, I'm very much a wait to the last minute type of gal. So, if if it's slow, more than likely, I'm really, like, just thinking of things I could do eventually. Like, I'm not necessarily doing it at the moment, but I'm kind of dreaming of, like, oh, what would I want to do? Like, I think of, oh, I would love to make a brand one day or I would love to, you know, create some type of product one day. Like, I usually use that time to kind of dream up um, and also like just a lot projects of, for yourself kind of thing? More, more so for the business, I guess. Um, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, thinking of ideas like that. And then, um, yeah, and a lot of like drawing and doodling. I mean, I do that anyway. Um, but definitely if I'm slow, I'm going to be creating something just because that's, I just love doing that anyway. You know? Yeah. I love it. What about you, Tammy? Um, I think when it's slow, I, I try to use that time to like regroup. Um, Cause I think a lot of times creatives, we don't rest. So when things are slow, we get scared of resting because we're like, well, what if it continues to be slow? Mm. You know? But I think I use those times to um, rest, but also regroup and think of like, like that's what I'm doing right now. Like thinking of what I, my goals for next year. Mm -hmm. um, mm. But also I really believe in creating the type of work you want to be hired for, mm. um, especially in slow seasons. Cause you really have time to figure out what you want to do and reframe and rethink 
And so um, I think that gives me time to like work on passion projects, work on um, things I want to see out in the world that I hope I could potentially get hired for. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's what I would say I do. I try to rest, but I get into my head a lot because if I'm designing for fun, is that really resting? You know? Right, so, right. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's, that yeah. that's that weird murky area of like, your brain is active and you're trying stuff and you're excited about it. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's active rejuvenation or like, you know, getting inspired about new stuff. But then there's also like straight up rest, like unplugging, listening right. to some like fiction book or going to a football right. game or, you know, walking in the woods. That is like a very different type of recharge. And you got to have both like one that exactly. like spurs up that they're like stokes the fire. And the other one is, okay, we've had enough fire. Let's, let's breathe for a second. Yeah. And um, I feel like that's another sign of a truly seasoned creative person. Mm-hmm. Somebody that knows the difference between those and which yeah. one they need in the moment. And then how right. to like do those things really well for yourself. Cause everybody's answer to, Oh, I'm tired. I'm burned out. I need to like recuperate. Your your fix looks very different from mine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Lena, what about you, Doug? Yeah, so I kind of figured I could answer it two ways as well, and and I think a year or two ago, I probably would have answered it as more of like during that time of not having work or anything, or my schedule slow. Um, that's my grind time. Um, that's when I'm mm-hmm. working on, like I said, the projects that I want to try to get in the future. Um, just enhancing skills, stuff like that. But I think now, um, after having two kids and and having a tighter schedule, yeah, yeah, changes things a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it, change, it changes your mindset a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. So now I'm right along with uh, with Tammy as far as like when I get some downtime or something like that, I'm trying to rest. I'm trying to mm. do the things I love. I'm messing with plants. I'm playing mm-hmm. with my kids um, because when the projects start kicking back in and things start going, you want to have energy. You want to be able to, to actually put all your time. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. And it's hard. It's, it's hard to, to pull back and, and like I said, try to realize what's, what's actual rest. And then what is more like an active rest where you're like still designing, Um, but just being able to totally pull away from that stuff. Because I know, I know about myself, I don't know about you guys, but when I'm designing, even as a, for rest, like, I can get a little bit, uh, I don't know, like uh, hyper focused on it, mm. and it turns into, you know, what I mean, it turns into to not not rest anymore. But um, yeah. yeah, just doing what you love in the downtime. I would say, yeah, that. yeah. No, that's good. Um, I also want to compliment you on growing things because uh, you can keep plants alive. Like I've seen around your face, <laughs> we saw it on your feed. You've got beautiful <laughs> plants, but you've also got. A beast of a mustache dog. And I don't know if you can see this thin whiskey little saw, bad boy that I'm growing right now. It just looks like my face is dirty, whereas you have like a truly like macho mustache. And I'm I'm yeah. super jealous right now. Well, I definitely I definitely appreciate the uh, the hype on the mustache. That is another thing that my wife does not approve of, but I'm still I'm doing, I'm doing it anyway. I love it. Yeah, that's, that's why good. that's my self-care is, is taking care of us. But yeah, with the plants, oh, I mean, man. it's it's just like everything else on Instagram. Those are highlights, um, of course, the plants that I post. Oh, yeah. 
I've you don't killed. post all the dead plant pictures? Yeah, all the dead plants, like all the flies that come in because of the, yeah. <laughs> There's a whole nother side that nobody sees. I love it. Well, cool. Uh, I did want to, I realized we didn't do this at the top of the show, but uh, the person who asked this question was uh, a buddy of mine, Jason Craig. Some of you in the design community may know him or have heard of him. Uh, and we bookmarked this question a while back. Big, big fan of uh, this one. And honestly, I think it's the only reason we got Tammy to say yes to the shows. He's like, oh, I like that question. Um, but the if you guys have a question that you'd like to hear on a future episode, leave it in the comments, whether it's live or you're watching this later or you want to DM me for whatever reason, nobody leaves actual YouTube comments, which those fill my my love tank a lot. But if you also just want to like DM me privately, that's fine, too. Um, but yeah, we're, we're always on the hunt for fresh, spicy topics that other people aren't talking about. We don't want to hear the the same old, same old. And that's why I'm, I'm pumped about this one. Yeah. So uh, my answer for this question, I think I want to zoom out a little further and ask, why is it slow? Because my answer to what do I do at that time depends drastically on on what's going on. So in some circumstances, it could be, hey, I, you know, I'm in a very like campaign based situation or I'm, a, I'm putting on an event or something like that. And there's like a big sprint to do a colossal amount of work now that yeah. it's over. And so we're entering into like a little break period, right? That's one way. And so like my answer is, oh, you probably need some R&R. You probably need to yeah. detox a little bit um, and what that looks like. Uh, another answer is it's slow because uh, I'm not able to sell stuff. Like work isn't coming in and it's been that way for a while. Right. Mm. That's another type of slow. And I would yeah. not say you need to be in R and R mode in that one. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or it could be a seasonal thing. One of the reasons I like this timeline or this time frame for this episode or this topic is because we're entering into what is typically Josh's slowest season of the year. So it is very busy uh, until about December 10th, since I work with a lot of churches. Um, and I'm not I, I do Christmas stuff like Christmas promos and, and packages for people. Uh, but usually that stuff is wrapped up a while back and no yeah. one is thinking we should start our new logo project on December 20th. Right <laughs> now, yeah. do my bills still need to get paid on December 20th? Yeah, for sure. But um, that's hey, my dog's barking. I realize listening to all the podcasts now you can hear her super <laughs> loud in these episodes, which is fantastic. So I want to. um Yeah. So I'm entering into this season of typically historically a slow time. So like, what do I do to fill that time? And I think the answer is, um, you know, in some ways, yes, I want to try and take off some time and not just be like sweaty, like lean into the the downtime a little bit and not like, hey, we're not going to make as much this month and that'll be okay. Like figuring out how to uh, make that work. But also like, you know, we're going to be retooling some parts of this show. Actually, we're taking a break to come back fresh in January and we got uh-huh. some plans kind of know what I'm doing with my time on that front. Yeah. Um, but also I, I, before I jump into any more stuff, cause I could keep talking for another 30 minutes on this. I want you guys to answer <laughs> the, um, what do you do when business is slow and it's like, you need more work um, mm. and kind of come from that angle. Like it's, it's bad slow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's a good way to put it, because whenever you explained it that way, I immediately thought like, oh, my personal self when I'm slow. Um, But it's good to frame it around the thought of when work is slow in general. Um, For me, 
personally, what I usually do around those times is kind of like what you said, Tammy, is I would start creating projects that I want my potential clients to see. And I use the platform I use obviously is Instagram. So I would post a lot of things like that or um, doing a lot of promoting as far as even just marketing on Instagram. I do that a lot. Um, And also just kind of coming up with ideas how to get my name out there, whether that's even doing local events here, um, doing like markets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, try to do those kind of things in the slower season to, to drum up business. Um, and then also a lot of times is I do not cold calling, but I'll do even cold like emailing to previous clients, like to reach out and be like, Hey guys, just FYI, my schedules is pretty flex right now. I'm available if you need any work. Um, and I've always noticed that that kind of um, drums up business a little bit and it helps out a bit. See, I want to try that. I've never actually done. I did a lot of cold, cold reach outs at the beginning of starting Bright Coal, but yeah. I haven't really tapped into that since then. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm curious how that, I don't know, are you doing it, it like one by one or are you sending out like mass blasts? No, I do, I do them individually because I feel like, I don't know, if I get a mass email, I don't read like, it usually. Delete. Yeah. Delete. yeah. <laughs> so I do them individually and like personalize it. Um, and I don't do that a whole lot, maybe a couple times a year. And sometimes it's fruitful, sometimes it's not. Um, I think it's just more so just keeping, it's like the idea of passing out business cards, right? It's just keeping um, the thought of you and your work at the top Top of of clients' minds. So hopefully one day they will either use you again or they'll recommend you to somebody else um, type of thing. I definitely don't do, I'm not like you, Josh, where I do like newsletters or anything like that because I'm not, I don't know. I don't feel like I have enough content to exhausting. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what to send. But so I do definitely individualized emails. But again, it's just when it is like pretty dead. I, I do that. I feel like you could crush an email, though, because like if you I don't know if you like read any of my emails, but there is always like, ma- it's like a mass email. So I don't read. It. <laughs> <laughs> so next email is going to be dear Ashley and everyone else on the list. Thank you for uh, <laughs> opening this email. Um, no, I think I, because like uh, one of the things that made it exciting for me is one, I only send it once a month. So it's not like I'm like, Oh, on this grind of like, you know, blowing people up. Uh, but two, like you, you think of it as like, you're writing a letter to a friend Mm -hmm. rather than like, I need to have some promo blast. Like I will have something to say. I'm not just going to send an email, like just cause like I'm either going to have a download or something I'm pumped about or like, Hey, come check out the, the new show or the new thing or whatever. Yeah. Like, um, like I will have I a, like a reason that. for talking to you, but yeah. inside of that, like it's all written very casually, like I'm writing to a friend and then I've got like the stuff I'm currently digging. And I feel like you could a hundred percent do that. Like I, I loved last episode where we were talking about the places you go for inspiration. And like, I've ne- you know, I've known you for years and I've never seen some of that stuff. And I like, I don't know. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Tammy, well, are you ever it. not in demand? Like, what do you do? When uh, yeah, if you I'm, were ever going to be slow, what would you do? I know I, I have been slow. Please don't yeah. think. Yeah, put yourself <laughs> put yourself in my position. Just think if you were me. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying I like I I passed slow months, and I talked to my agent. Like, yo, I I think my career might be done. I literally had that last year. And last year was one of my best years. And it happens. People think, you know, because of like you see you see stuff on my page, the Oscars, all of this stuff. Like sometimes the the way things are in my field is you get a big lump sum of mm-hmm. money for certain projects because they're ca- campaign based. 
And then you might not get anything for the next two months or three months. I remember last year. So uh, I think something that I think people can take away from this and the way I run my business is uh, my business coach has helped me with this. But um, 2020, I wrote down how much came in every month. And so I saw how much I made every year and I saw the slow months. Did the same thing for 2021, saw all the numbers. It's like, oh, it looks like October, November, December, kind of slow. Um, and so this year I, I knew that coming in. So I kind of prepared. Um, and what pre preparation looks like, it means you know how much it costs to run your business, which includes you paying yourself. Yo. So you know what those numbers are and you're like, okay, if I know I'm going to have three months of it being slow, I'm going to see if within these next nine months I can save up for those three months. And so that's how I think. I always try to make sure I have at least four months in my business account. My goal was by December, I want to have four months so that I know from January to April, I'm good. Because um, mm. usually December to like, February, well, December to January, November to January, for me are kind of those slow months because a lot of times, and when I say slow, I'm working on projects, but I'm not getting paid. Because yeah. December, people take off till January. So all the people in the accounting um, department, you're not going to hear from them till like mid-January. Yeah. Um, and then the end of January, a lot of companies are now do working on taxes for the previous year. So that's their main focus to get it out before the end of January. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I do have I do have those times where things are are slow. Um, one thing I've also done is I have a account receivables list. So when projects come in, I know how much it is. I know the terms. Is it three months? And that's the thing in my business is you get paid after three months mm -hmm. of the project being released. Um, but we've been able to kind of talk to them to figure out, can I get half in the beginning? And then maybe the remaining half once it's completed yeah. or maybe every month I get a certain amount until the project is out there. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, so that's kind of how it is in my area. But one thing I'm working on and that's something I want to work on for next year is what are some things I can do that can bring passive income? So maybe making a course. I've done one with Skillshare. I've done another one with Domestica. It, it should come out next year. But I'm trying to see, if, is there one that can be strictly from Taming and not through mm. another brand? Um, and then also the posters I made, can I put them in my print shop? I'm like, okay, I can do that. But then you guys have seen this here first. I'm working on a box because oh, I'm working on apparel oh, that That's people cool. can purchase so that should be able to like fill those slow months right because even yeah. if i don't sell out oops even if i don't sell out i think the idea of like hey this comes this is still my shop it's now it's someone's birthday they're like yo i want to give this person a tammy coca piece or christmas you know i want to yeah. do wrapping paper i think that's something that's that cool. could be very that's real fun for christmas birthday gifts all of that stuff and also trying to get into, you know, more YouTube. I'm not really big on getting followers. I'm big on retention. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no point getting, going viral, having 200,000 followers and you put something out there and only 10 people buy. Mm -hmm. so right, right. Like, um, 
how do I build community so that when I am in those dry seasons, there's something that they can get from me, whether yeah. it's a poster, apparel, whether I'm going on Twitch, that's something I've thought about as well, or YouTube and doing like a weekly poster design challenge or something. Um, yeah. So yeah, just thinking like outside the box of how, what are ways that I cannot always rely on the client? And then yeah, once right. I, I see how much that brings in every year, now I have a number and I'm like, okay, what can I do to scale this up a little bit? So yeah, that's kind of how I think. That's solid. That's solid. That's solid advice. I love that. I think that's great. And for those of you who are just doing the new audio podcast experience, y'all need to go check out the YouTube because uh, Timmy gave us first look at Tammy gave us first look at some for real uh, (laughs) materials here. (laughs) Like it's so safe. And I was like thinking about like you know I don't normally take stock of like what wrapping paper of like what's the dollar store got like before I go to somebody's <laughs> house or something. Right. Right. But here is like, no, that would be like a statement piece. But like this is Tammy Coker. There's a story behind this. And somebody would like mm-hmm. take the package and go, Oh, Oh, like let's talk about this before yeah. I open it. Like that's right. That's a super cool deal. Being able to and like, like so that's- unexpected. Like, I don't know, like, you know, everybody's making t-shirts and hats and prints and stuff. But I don't know anybody that's got, custom wrapping paper <laughs> yeah i almost if i got a present with it wrapped like that i would unwrap it very gently and then i would put it in a frame <laughs> get you <laughs> a exactly. knife to keep it. <laughs> yeah and that's that's the whole point with the box is like i think if people want to cut a certain part of it and frame it yeah. it is an art piece in, in and of itself so cool. yeah. all right let's let's take a quick aside and talk about fantastic packaging and what the heck you do with it because I struggle with two boxes that come into my house. Eh, three if you count like shoe boxes. Um, but like Apple packaging, yes. like it feels like wrong. Like I might need to resell it or I don't know. This is just such thick cardboard and it's so beautiful. Like, do I do I yeah. throw it away? I and the other one. is are you and guys familiar it, like, with perfectly on- slides and it like makes that oh little like gosh. sound when you like close yes. it? You know what I'm saying? Like the little like Yeah. I got like, I got this, the Mac this closet uh, back studio. here's got stacks of it in there yeah i saw a meme the other day that said it was like something is like dear millennial you do not need to keep your apple product boxes they will never need it back so i was like oh i feel targeted because i have a closet here's, here's my thing is i used to back when i was younger had more time less money and so i would resell things like as soon as i stopped needing them throwing it up on ebay and mm. if you have the original packaging even if it's a used item if it's like a clean product but you've got the package all the accessories with it it if nothing else makes somebody feel more comfortable about buying it and so i don't know if that's just like i can't tell you the last time i threw something up on ebay especially like a broken iphone um (laughs) but there's just that lingering part of like young josh it's like gotta hang on these boxes son like you know (laughs) you never know when you're gonna need an apple box yeah (laughs) the the apple box recession comes around and everybody's like we need more. Bring bring your Apple boxes back to the Apple store. We'll pay yeah. you triple price it's our, it's for them. That, that day is never coming, but yeah, <laughs> our grandparents' voices like ringing in our ears, like you have to keep it no matter what. Keep that newspaper, yeah. okay? That's it. That's it. The other one that I hang on to is uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Onyx Coffee. Oh yeah, uh, but these boxes. This yeah, is actually like thin recycled cardboard, so it's not even like a hefty thing, and it, you can't do anything with it. That's but this beautiful. is letter pressed, 
Um, mm-hmm. So it's like textured all the way around this thing. And they're just beautiful and like so nice to hold and touch. And every time I'm standing by the trash can or the recycle bin, I'm like, but should I keep, should I have another box for no, like, what do you do with this? I don't know, but I struggle, man. Yeah. So good. I don't know. I don't know what to do with that information. So much, but There was like so much time and effort put into it. You almost feel bad. Just yeah. talking it out, you know, just yeah. disrespecting the designer who did it. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, cool. Well, Landon, what about, what about you in terms of like sad boy times work is slow. What, what, what are, what are you doing in that moment? So at first, and first for answer that too, I got to give, uh, Tammy his flowers. Uh, I've been a huge fan of yours. I gotta oh, say it. I haven't said it, but I've been a huge fan of yours for forever. And to be able thank to do you. this is it's just awesome. So I am sure. down, I'm down for some wrapping paper whenever you push that out. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. But yeah. Um, so uh, currently, I've actually been working. I've been doing a lot of full time gigs, um, and I'm doing full time right now. Nice. So I haven't I haven't had that that downtime of um, the slow work having, is great for you. You're still getting a paycheck. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, but I'm trying to think back back when I was doing the freelance thing, and I think I was more in line with with what Ashley had mentioned as far as like the cold calling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was blessed enough to. Um, like I said, I had enough athletes around me that had different connections to other players and and just other people um, of influence. Um, I would either reach out to them directly via DM or mm-hmm. DM specific athletes, um, just different people. Um, and like I said, I was I was blessed enough that it actually worked out enough to where I was able to get a decent uh, decent income. Um, yeah. But yeah, never thought about the the email thing. I'm sure that. That would have worked, especially like I said, if you can get a product um, to provide to somebody or something like that to gain entrance. Interest, yeah. yeah, that's a great idea. Um. <laughs> I think I, I, I think also something I think a lot of people um, don't don't think uh, about. D- yeah don't think about or do is uh, maybe at the end of the year sending like a thank you packaging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like, I mean, email is good and I, and I think it works for sure. But yeah. I think also at the end of the year, like the clients that you've had, I think them being able to like feel something and yeah. maybe yeah. Even, even in the packaging, it could be some of the stuff you did for them. I don't know. Yeah. But just being able to say, yeah, thank are you you're talking like, like in lieu of like a, you know, Christmas ham that the accounting department sends to all their like top whatever clients you're saying the designer version of that basically yeah and something that I've tried to do is you know uh, we have all the emails of all the people that we've worked with this year with my agent and so I send her like a design that I've made that says like thank you or you know appreciate you guys or whatever and she sends it off to all of them and it's just a way of like oh you know he's thankful he's appreciative um Mm -hmm. Oh, I remember doing At this project. Acknowledging, with like, hey, you were you helped me this year have a job. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. So I Oh, go ahead. I, I mean, no, you good. You good. So I feel like I've actually done something along like the opposite ends of that. Um, I don't know if you guys. Wait, have, you send the opposite of a thank you. You're like, I hate much. you. And now a quick word from our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> so I know everybody's had those those clients to where. Um, You've done the design um, project went great on your end, um, but they ended up not liking it, not wanting to go mm. go through with the logo or with the design. Yeah, um, I've had situations where I will 
Um, <laughs> I'll take a week after that, amplify that design, just make it really awesome. And then either, po- either post it or send it and be like, hey, we can work on something in the future, but this turned out really awesome. So. Oh, <laughs> oh I. Do you really? Hey, man, that's their loss, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's because it's, it's, it's my design to, at that point. Exactly. You, you, you know what that is? Make money. Yeah, that's that, that's <laughs> like, funny. hey, we just had the breakup, or like boyfriend dumped girlfriend, and then girlfriend's it's like, so, this is what you're missing out on, like, like has like it's like, so toxic, gets like all gussied up, whatever. It's very toxic. Yeah, um, no, I don't. I don't also, also, I think there's a way to all, finesse it, dog. Like, I think that's great. Well, yeah, but it's also great to to have that work on the back end, even though it was unused. You're able to show this, yeah, via social media or whatever yeah. it is to other clients, not just uh, the one that didn't work out. Um, yeah. And say, hey, this is part of my portfolio. This is what I'm able to do and provide. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it does have positive connotations as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. No, I'm a I'm a fan. What are y'all's thoughts on sharing unused work? So like, hey, like this one's from the cutting floor. Client pooped on this, but I love it. Like, are y'all posting and sharing that type of stuff? I know, you know, a lot of our audiences is like staff members on churches and they might have dreamed up some amazing Christmas package. But yeah. for, you know, X, Y or Z reasons, like, no, nah, we don't want to push the envelope, like just do the manger, do red and green, do the normal thing. You're like, well, yeah. here was the pink Christmas thing that I, you know, could have done. Yeah. Um, um, like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I don't <clears throat> I don't actually for me personally, I don't post a whole lot of client work. I mean, unless I'm like super, super stoked on it. Um, but if it's something that is unapproved and I'm really excited about one, I'll even do like, what you, like you said, Landon, I'll repurpose it and I'll post it as something else. Yeah. Um, or two, like an example of that is I did, uh, I did a couple shirt designs for the band Hawthorne Heights and they approved one of them, but one of them they didn't approve. And I was like, so pumped on it. So I just posted yeah. it and I was like, this was meant for them, but they didn't like it. But Hey guys, if you still like it, it's still available. <laughs> like if you want to buy it. But, and in um, the- yeah. In that situation, do you get consent? I know there have been times where I have reached out and been like, hey, I'm, I am going to post this. Is it OK with you? Um, um, no. Well, like that that one I didn't just because they they already they they purchased a different shirt design. So I know they'd be fine with it and they're not like huge where it would matter anyway. Um, but I do have clients that they are very specific, like, hey, do not post about this. Yeah. We don't want this live at all um, until a certain date. So a lot of the stuff I do um, is projects that are coming out even next year. So I can't say anything mm-hmm. until it's, it's done. And Sheesh. at that time, like it's kind of hard to be like pumped on it. Cause you're, you know, it's six months, seven yes. months later. Yeah. Um, wow. But I don't know. It's just, it that's, depends. that's definitely Tammy's world too. I would assume where you're like, you pour yeah. your soul into something for six months and then you forgot you did it by the time it yeah. hits, you know, <laughs> yeah. prime time. And you're like, oh yeah. What about that, that sounds horrible to me. Two years. I have something. Yeah, I have something. uh, It comes out next year. We started it last. Yeah, we started last year. So it's going to be two years. And when it comes out next year, probably around summer. I mean, everyone's going to be excited, but I'm like, this was two years ago, you know. (laughs) And the thing is, like, my 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 design style kind of changes, and so it might not really reflect where I'm at. But but yeah, I think. It's fine. It happens. You know, like the 
um, Domestica thing, we did it in May. It probably is not going to come out to next year. So yeah. that's like almost the whole year of content just, just sitting. And I think too, like a lot of times me with like client work I'm working on, um, obviously I'm very grateful for it, but sometimes just like the actual style of the project mm -hmm. is not um, what I like, I don't know, like as far as like, even like how I present myself and market myself, I market myself as like an illustrator who creates like fun, bright things, or I don't know, just like more quirky things. Yeah. And a lot of times the stuff I'm working on are like social campaigns or like marketing for like an app and it's like if i post about it it's kind of mm -hmm. i don't know it doesn't even look like it's the same designer so it's you know, yeah i save that stuff kind of yeah i have a project right now I'm, uh i'm working on and i'm hopefully gonna finish it soon but i love where the design is right now it's like i'm like excited but then they're like oh can you take some of the stuff off so now i'm going to but the first design I'm going to post later once mm -hmm. the project is out and say the client rejected this or whatever, like unused artwork for yeah. whatever. And that's when I really like, you know. So, yeah, in this industry, it's like sometimes you do some things that you're really proud of and they might be like, ah, it doesn't really fit. Can you try this and this? And sometimes I push back just to see like, because I think a lot of times their pushback is just out of emotion and not logic. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and so you kind of have to educate them a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but yeah. Yeah. That was something that, um, it wasn't this show. It was, uh, painfully honest when we had Jason Craig, the guy who asked the question today on, he, he talked about like, yeah, it's cool to have stuff in your portfolio. That's like a pet project. But he says like, as he's evaluating people's work, seeing approved work that is also good, because like, you're talking about that, like Tammy, like, you know, say you've got a couple of huge campaigns in the year and one of them, the pure seed, like the whole thing makes it all the way across the finish line. That one means more to you. And it means more to people who understand like art directors and other people that are hiring you for future projects. They're like, oh, not only can he do this, but he got this approved because that's mm -hmm. like just that much more. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 That's true. Which I, this is a quick aside. And I do want to bring us back to what to do when it's slow. I don't know why I've never pulled up your site before, but this logo animation. Oh, yeah. Like Jeff's kiss, baby. That's so, <laughs> yeah. so good. Did I you saw, do that or did you hire somebody? I hired some man. I, I, I hired <laughs> someone. It's crazy because so I, used, I used to do branding and um, that's why I really like like what um, Landon does. And you guys, mm -hmm. I think I, I know the time and the effort it takes into that stuff. But when it comes to me designing my own logo, I, I just... I took my time because yeah. I was so picky. I thought I found what I thought I liked, but then it was like, nope. <laughs> um, so I, I had a friend and I paid her and she helped me do my website and the logo. And I really liked it because I told her I wanted shapes and I wanted things to move. And I like to like mm. think differently and give different perspectives using the same shapes or the same things. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I clicked on your website, man, and sat on the whole homepage so for like a <laughs> minute, just like, watching Thank that you. That's so cool. you want a fast pass into josh's heart it is you you got an animated logo like that that just really <laughs> does it for me one of these days i'm gonna invest in it for myself but um i yeah I, anytime i land on a site and the logo moves or does anything i'm just i geek out and yours is particularly Thank smooth you. and elegant big fan josh josh are you any closer to uh that logo redesign 
Uh, no, <laughs> I'm the worst <laughs> at uh, working. Like I'll work on the business and do things. And I, I think it's a great like kind of tie into the thing yeah. here is like um, in those times where either I am, uh, I've got some stuff upcoming that where I know it's going to be slow. Like we're talking, keep talking about Christmas um, or I've got like just, something that needs to be fixed. Like I'm excited to work on the business, but when it comes to things that are functional, like my logo is, and it's, it's super ironic because my, my tagline is, do you love your logo? And so clients, a lot of times come to me, it's not with a trash fire of, you know, it's a D minus. We hate it. It's broken. It's bad. That does happen. But most people that come to me, they say, we like our logo or like, it's all right, but like, we don't, it's not special. It lacks that sparkle. Like we want it to like, shine and be amazing and yeah. have feel true to us right that's yeah. what people and so like i'm a lot of times what i'm doing is trying to take somebody from a b plus to an a mm. um and the irony there is that i feel the exact same way about my logo it's like it's it's mm. all right it's functional i don't love it like it's okay yeah. um and so yeah yeah no to answer your question landon i because i know that i am the hardest person for myself to design for i don't know if it's yeah. like Exactly. too close to it or whatever but yeah. i'm so i mean well, i almost didn't i was gonna say Go well, ahead, we're, we're our own worst critic like yeah. that's like you like you hit it on the head like it's the hardest thing for me to work on my own yeah yeah stuff. like i don't know it's almost like and, you feel like you're too close to it but almost like i don't know it's like it's not as important as the clients it, work or something so oh, I'm like for I'll sure the, like the, the cobbler's kids have no shoes that that's yeah like i'm like oh too. i don't it's okay it's just it's mm -hmm. fine like I can have, you know, a broken, a broken shoe for a while. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's fine. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and here's, here's the other thing that I tell designers all, if they ask my unsolicited advice, <laughs> nobody gives a flying crap about your new logo. <laughs> like nobody cares. No. Right. Nobody like, does. you know, clients need new logos for stuff, but every time I see a designer saying like my new portfolio's up, like I feel that you just spent 20 hours going through all your work and like doing it and it needs nobody to be done. Right. Um, but nobody is going to go like, oh, oh, wow. Like, like just do it, you know? And if, yeah. I don't know, it's a whole separate. I mean, unless it's animated and it's Josh looking at it. If it's animated, it. totally different situation. If you yeah. animate yeah, your logo, totally please tell level. me. I will go look at that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, love it. Um, yeah. So let's, let's kind of talk about, um, <laughs> you know, ways to rest and recharge. Like, what do you do personally? Say it's, it's been a good year, you know, it's going to be slow and you just got to like retool and get ready for the next push. Like what are your personal like go-tos for getting re-upped, re-inspired, like ready so that when you, when January comes around, you're like amped up and ready to go, not like creatively out of whack or burned out because you never stopped. Mm. Yeah. I mean, me personally, I have a really hard time resting. Like if it's like on the daily, like I'm not going to take a nap. Like I can't turn it off and just, just rest. That's hard for me. Um, however, if it's in like seasonal resting, like when I think about it, I think the most rest I get honestly is like when my family, my husband and our three boys take our yearly trip to see my in-laws in, in Vegas and we road trip. So Anytime we're driving, just kind of relaxing in the car and dreaming up ideas. Um, road trips definitely make me kind of rest and think and kind of reset. And I usually have my notes app open on my phone and I'm just kind of, you know, jotting down ideas um, for the upcoming season or upcoming year. 
Um, but on the daily and the weekly, I'm pretty bad about it. Actually. I don't rest a lot. I need mm. two more. Yeah. I think a lot of times people are scared to rest because their significance and their self-worth is in the work. And oh, I think that 100%. Yeah. I, I think that if you're not careful and you, your identity and everything is in the work that you do, you're not going to rest. And I'm saying this to myself because I'm reading the book right now. And it was really good because um, you think about people who have this these goals that they want to reach and then they reach the goal. And then they're like, uh, what, like, mm-hmm. what do I do now? Right. Yeah. And I think I think that's what happens with us trying to rest. Like sometimes we reach our goals. Sometimes we feel like we haven't reached our goal. So we just want to keep working. And if we rest, we feel like it takes it's going to take us longer to reach that goal. But mm-hmm. I think rest, you have to see it as like recharging and you have to figure out what rest is for you. Like I was saying earlier, like I used to feel bad that me looking at uh, like I'm so observant. So when I'm watching shows, I'm looking at different things. Oh, that's an amazing color scheme. Oh, I love this shape. Oh, I love this texture. My brain just keeps like, and I used to feel bad about watching, you know, TV shows or whatever to just relax because my brain was still like wired like that. But I realized that's that's just how my brain is and Mm -hmm. it's okay. You know, it's not okay when I see that and I pause and I take a picture and I go into Photoshop and I'm like, oh, let me try to recreate this and that's not resting mm. no really but i think i think resting is like there's the physicality part of it there's the physical part of it but i think there's also like the emotional spiritual part of it as well and i know yeah. for me as a christian rest means um relying on the fact that god is in control mm-hmm. and i felt that i've been in control because i'm working and the work is coming but God is the provider, not me. Yeah. And I get those roles mixed up. And so, um, yeah. And it's like if God created the earth and he rested, like, who are you to just work? Come you on. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think I think rest is good. I think you have to figure out what it is for you. My wife likes to have us travel sometimes. I used to hate traveling, but now I love it. Um, and one thing I regret this year, we went to Europe, but I went there for work. It was like a three, it was three weeks. I didn't rest. My wife mm-hmm. was enjoying herself. I remember I was at the beach for like two hours and then I, I got a message from like Facebook. Hey, we need this. We need you to work on this project. And I had to leave and I went to the room and I was And just to clarify, you didn't get a Facebook message. You got a message from Facebook. From, yeah, sorry. I got a message <laughs> from Facebook. <laughs> just want to yeah. make sure that was good. Big difference. Yeah. <laughs> I got a message this from is, Facebook. This is not validation, everyone. So when your phone pings, you leave your wife and go up to the room. That's that's a difference. Yeah, no. Facebook message right there. I was already working on the, on a project with them, but Daniel was like, hey, okay, we got feedback. We need this. And so I had to leave. And it hit it hit me. I was like, I'm in Europe, I'm in Cannes, I'm in front of the beach, I'm having a great time. And by the end of the trip, I think I only rested like two days in Amsterdam, mm. which I regret, you know? So, yeah. That's really good. That's yeah, I can weird. echo that too. Um, not the part where Facebook messages me, but <laughs> the part where like I went on, we, we I don't know why we why it happened this way, but my family went hard in the paint with vacations this summer, which was mm. great. A lot of fun. 
But, you know, it's one thing if you've got the one big like beach vacation or whatever your family does, you're like, cool, I'm going to set things up so that I'm unplugged for that week as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But this year, because of how much stuff and fun things we had stacked up, I was like, I can't take off every time we are doing this. So I'm working mm-hmm. through all the trips we're on, like obviously a lot less, but right. Um, and it definitely feels very different to uh, not turn all the way off, not totally unplug. And I know I've done a good job over a weekend. If by Sunday afternoon, like my brain, it's kind of like you were saying with the TV show where you're like, ideas are just popping. You're like, Oh, what if, what if, and you're like a dog on a chain almost of like, don't let yourself go sit down and produce something. Because if you come into Monday with that kind of energy, like that's the way you're supposed to start your week. And so almost like starve yourself because everybody on this call, like, and, and presumably everybody listening here, like, you you've got an engine like you are a, a furnace like ready to create and if you're spending your time put all weekend putting coal and logs in the furnace to get it stoked again because like right now friday like i'm tapped baby like i'm <laughs> i'm out of gas and so if i yeah. just yeah. keep pushing uh and same thing if you like zoom out big picture like it's you know november and if you have been pushing hard at the same pace all year you've got to one rest and two, you need to take time to like go up on the mountaintop and do some big picture evaluation, which is another thing that I want to talk about in your slow times, uh, especially, you know, times like this, where you have a chance to like, there's really no way, like I've got some, some practical tips that I want to give about like, you know, what you can do to help with the slow times when you need the work. Uh, but also, like, there's only so much I can do. Like, I don't care if I'm the best salesman in America and I cold call 4,000 people a day on December 20th, like we were saying before. Like, nobody's going to start a project, right? There's just yeah. like, you can't squeeze blood from a turnip. Like, it's it's just not <laughs> happening. Um, yeah. And so, you know, lean into that and, like, instead use that time to do some of that, like, visionary, like you were saying, Tammy, like, what do you do with that uh, to prep yourself for next year and like reevaluate the year? Because sometimes I'll be feeling that burnout or feeling like, man, this year just kind of got squirrely or whatever. And you were saying, um, you know, I felt like I was doing terrible, but I made more money than ever. Right. Right. Um, And that's, that's the time where I like to take stock and take note of like what happened over the course of the year. What things did I get done? You know, how much did we make according to our goals and, and, and all that kind of good stuff. But yeah, I've been talking for a minute. <laughs> Landon, you got anything to react it's been to? More there? Than a minute. It's been like three it's or four. It's been like but... 16 minutes, Josh's <laughs> monologue. It's great. Yeah, for me. And I've, I've honestly forgot the original question for this right, one. Right. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> we all did. Oh, uh, it was, it was, how do you like. I was going to make something up. Uh, how do you rest? How do you like reevaluate? Like, what do you do for those, like, mountaintop moments? Or, like, how do you rest? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of my daily life and, like, uh, downtime obviously relates around my kids. Um, so I've had to learn how to actually rest when I'm around them. Um, in the past, it was easy when it was just me and my wife. It was easy for me to, to be resting with her, but have the phone out and scrolling through Pinterest, inspiration, just kind of casual uh, Instagram, but I could be more casual. Yeah. Right. I could be more casual with it. But with these kids, man, I've got a two year old and I've also got a, um, a four month old. He's almost four month old. Um, and two month old, she wants 
100% of your attention. Yeah. <laughs> she can tell when so, you got that phone in your hand. Exactly. Yeah. And she, yeah, she lets you know. Um, but so <laughs> half the time it's me. I've got that internal clock and I, I'll just go ahead and put it away. But a lot of times I'm listening to her. Um, mm. And when she wants to go do something, listen to her and actually give her all of your attention. Yeah. And it may seem like it's uh, tiresome in the moment. But it's so rejuvenating to be around your family like that, Josh. Yeah. Yeah. You said you Man. had a big family trip, but I mean, it's it really is rejuvenating. Like, um, and it's the same thing with these kids. Like, it's it's amazing. That's so good because, like, literally this week it was it was a rough week. Like, it was long, just like family wise, it was rough. Yeah. Work wise, it was rough. And that's such a good point, Landon. Because even like this week, so we have three sons. We have an eleven year old an uh, eight-year-old and a six-year-old. And so like the 11-year-old, he's like a preteen. He's in seventh grade now, you know, going through like teenage time. And, you know, he tries to act cool and stuff like that. But he's still like such a young kid at heart. Like he loves Marvel, like Marvel comics. Uh, And so like normally I would never like give him the time, like, you know, to sit and talk about all these, you know, different characters and stuff. But we sat, I sat in his room the other day with him and he has a big poster of Marvel on the wall. And there's literally like 200 characters on this thing. And he's like, ask me about any single character, just point it out and I'll tell him, tell you who it is. And so I spent like 30 minutes with him just like going through these characters. And I'm like, this, like, this is amazing, you know? And it felt so, even though, like you said, at the moment, it felt like, okay, I could be doing something or I could even be doing laundry right now or whatever, like motherly things. But I was like, this is so rejuvenating even for me just to sit and give him that time because I know it meant so much to him and I could feel it even in me. Exactly. Yeah, that's super good. Um, you gonna take him to see Black Panther? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, they're gonna want to see it. it. We saw it yeah. yesterday. So so good, man. I'm watching it today. Okay, I, I'm not gonna say anything. I know yeah, yeah. we're in that like 24 hour window. I'm not. Wouldn't dare say anything. <laughs> yeah, don't give it away. <laughs> yeah. We're pumped. It was yeah. great. They they delivered. Um, yeah. So I, I think that's a that's a great note. Like. Sometimes those requirements like, hey, dad, it's four. You need to like stop, shift gears, be in family mode. And like I look at that and go, oh, man, I just got to finish this one last thing. But then I get outside and like I go out in the yard and I'll be out there like barefoot. Got listened to an audio book. Kids are playing. I'm like whacking golf balls around the yard. And I catch myself like 30 minutes into that, like being a dad mode or like, mm-hmm. you know, doing the responsibility, quote unquote. Um. And I catch myself like, oh, shoot, like, I'm, you know, heart lifting, relaxing, like, this is what I really needed not to keep cranking and working. So I think like, finding ways to, to pair up maybe responsibilities or, you know, other hard limitations in your life with, um, you know, that rejuvenation is great too. got us emotional in the chat, though. (laughs) <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Guys, thank y'all for, for joining us in the chat today. It's always fun when we've got the the extra person in the room, I feel like, with the with the the live chat. Um cool. So I'm gonna tell you guys some things, uh like some practical stuff that I've done to prep. Cause like, you know, it, is it great to take stock of where you've been over the course of the year? Yes. Um, is it great to rest? Um, in December. Yes. But for me, I've got to still land X amount of work to pay the bills. Um, I've got some, some reserves set up, but it's not as healthy as Tammy's. And I also <laughs> like, uh, and I'm not, I'm not saying that to like, like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, like blow uh, you up or whatever, but like it, the nature <laughs> of my work is I am yeah. selling 
small or medium sized projects on a pretty yeah. regular basis. And so when I have yeah. a month where it's down, like, you know, um, so basically what I've done is I saw this coming and we'll see how it goes this year. Cause I'm doing something I've never done before. And I pre reached out to people over the past month or two and said, Hey, I know you guys need work that is not like seasonally based. So we, we, can we go ahead and plan on starting that project in December? That's cool. and can we go ahead and plan on like kicking that thing off? Um, and trying to lay some bricks so that when it hits, I'm not in like, where does it come from? At least I've got a couple of things to tide me over. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, if you've got the opportunity to do some of that passive income stuff or like sell things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think it's a good time to like shake up, like what are like, don't get so wrapped up in like, if you're doing it as a specific season, don't get so wrapped up in like, oh, that is how I have to, um, I've got to stay on brand for me. Like I don't do social media graphics. I'm a logo designer. Mm-hmm. Like maybe right. not in December, you know, yeah. like that's the time where you're maybe like, you just need money. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, honestly. And now a quick word from our sponsors. For years, our local airport, it's like a small airport. They would hire local musicians to play Christmas songs and just like vibe out in the lobby for like two <laughs> hour blocks. And you best believe I've I've rented myself out. I played Christmas songs badly on the piano for like back when we were like early married because I was like, we just got to make the money. I don't care what the work is. Like, yeah, you know, we gotta cool. we gotta get the stuff done. But see, I approach like that question, like even like you guys said, like you kind of plan way ahead because I mean, like correct me if I'm wrong, like you three are probably like the breadwinners in your homes, whereas like with me. Like my husband is a breadwinner. So like what I do is obviously still blesses our family and it definitely provides, but it's not as big of a pressure for me if it's Mm -hmm. slow. So like during slow times, I'm not freaking out because I'm not bringing in as much money as I normally would. I can use that time to kind of be like, okay, well, we're, we're still good. Like, you know, everything's fine, but I could see with you guys, it's probably a lot more stressful because it's like, if you're not getting paid, the bills aren't getting paid at all, you know? Yeah. And I appreciate you for saying that because I think a big thing about social media is that you have a lot of people freelancing and it makes you feel like your business is not as good. But a lot of people, you know, if they're they're married and they have a significant other that's making a lot of money, I think a lot of times mm. on social media, people whose businesses might be struggling Mm-hmm. they're you know they're yeah, over they're, here in yeah. cancun they're in france they're doing all this yeah. stuff and you're like what uh, how how yeah you know and <laughs> yeah. then they they play it like you know i'm i'm st- business is still mm. good and everything like that so that's good honestly i really appreciate your um honesty because i think it lets people see the real side of being an entrepreneur for sure you know? and and I, I know for me like my wife held held me down when i was about to try to uh, see what freelancing would look like, you know, like she, 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 she was working. I wasn't making as much cause I just started freelancing. I remember I finished the Adobe creative residency and I got two job offers that were paying me like very little. And I was like, ah, I feel like I'm worth more and they would not budge. So I was like, okay, well, God, I'm going to try to do this and help me out. But yeah. I, I saved money during the Adobe residency to give me about a five month buffer. And so my wife was still working. I knew how much, again, going back to the numbers, I knew how much it took for us to live. So I was like, okay, I'm going to save for five months. And I kid you not, ever since then, it's just been up and up. And I'm grateful for it. 
Um, and so when my wife wanted to quit her job, I made sure that, you know, I had enough of her salary saved so that we could live off of that and she could explore what she wanted to explore, which was photography and art direction. And so she's been doing that cool. now for two years and she's been growing. It's been amazing to just see her flourish. And I think that's why it's important to talk about, you know, people that are married, like the, the role that your spouses plays in your career. Yeah. I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for my wife encouraging me to like apply to the Adobe residency. I was like, I'm just a high school teacher, teaching photography and design. Like, why should I apply? Who cares about me? You know, mm. and I applied Good and life. got it, you know. So, um, so yeah, I think people being able to be honest about where you're at, um, you know, how your business is doing, the struggles your businesses have, because me and where I'm at in my career and the other people I've talked to, like, we almost have like a group of like, yo, y'all check in with me. I'm feeling anxious. I don't know if my career is ending. Mm. It's getting slow. And we're like, man, look at what you've done this year. Yeah. You know, or how about next year, you know, you want to take a month off, try to save at least enough money for that month, mm-hmm. you know, and you figure out what that month is and you don't take in any work. If you take in any work, try to start the next month. You know, so yeah, um, so yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how I approach it. But yeah, I really appreciate your honesty because I don't see a lot of people doing that on social media. Mm-hmm. It pisses me off. They try to sell a course, <laughs> but then their husbands or their moms gave them a two million dollar house. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, and the business is only bringing fifty k a year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. Dang, yeah. that's good. That's <laughs> so good. Yeah, I um. I love the part where you're talking about being able to lean on your spouse. Um, mm-hmm. I was definitely there. I feel like a lot of people were, but uh, quickly after college, I mean, I did some random, like I was bouncing for a while. And then after that, I was doing some random stuff. I was Ubering for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there was a point in time where it was like, okay, I'm either going to become a personal trainer. Um, and I had gotten the books and I was reaching out to friends and stuff, or I'm really going to pursue this graphic design thing. Mm-hmm. Um and me and my wife had tough conversations at that time. And she was like, hey, I've got a solid job. We're just going to lean on me right now. You do your thing. You build up portfolio, all this stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, thank God it worked out. Um, yeah. it, it came from that open communication with your spouse. And then also, like I said, ignoring everything that's on social media because you don't yep. know everybody else's situation. Story. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all highlights. And people say it all the time, but it's still easy to get caught up in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, just working in your community. Yeah, and I think too, like not only are there circumstances, like there's factors you don't know, but their goals and like what they're trying to do in life and like what, you know, a win looks like for their family could be drastically different than yours. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so I think that it's just, you know, reason 8 million. Like I know we all kind of take it with a grain of salt, like your knee jerk is like, oh man, they're doing that thing. But like we all know, oh, social media isn't real. But also, like, what did they sacrifice to get there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people, like, I always think about that. I don't know if y'all see, like, Overland stuff where people, like, renovate their Sprinter van and they drive to Alaska. And, like, yeah. I don't know why there's, like, this little wanderlusty part of me that's like, oh, man, I just want to, like, throw it all in the van and leave. And, like, who needs a house, right? Mm-hmm. But then what you're what they're not showing you is, like, they're camping out in Walmart parking lots for, like, 60% yeah. of their life to then get yeah. the 
beautiful Vista shot picture, that yeah. they're taking on the phone or whatever. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just saw something another artist posted. It was in Nashville for a trip, and I recently posted on my Instagram. It was trust your journey, um, mm. and I, I feel like that resonates with me so much. Um, yeah. Everybody's journey is different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I always say like the journey is the reward, not the destination. It really yeah. is. Yeah. So, yeah. It's cliche. You were touching on like, hey, like if I get that award or if I land that client or if I make this much money, like then yeah. it'll be there. And that's why we're like scared sometimes to let off the gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but truly, like if you've surrendered that thing and you have embraced like, hey, enjoy the process of doing the work. Like, yeah, that, that, that's that's super. I mean, it's enjoying the process, fun. but also like. Like for all four of us, but then also, like you said, most people listening to this podcast, like what a blessing it is in general that we get to do what we do for a career. You know what I mean? Like no matter what the circumstance, like we get to make stuff that we love. And that's like Mm -hmm. how we're all wired and how God created us. Like how cool is that? Even if you're not making as much money as so-and-so or you're not getting as many likes as so-and-so. Like I struggle with that a lot of times on Instagram. I'll see you know, some young buck who just started making designs gets like a million likes on stuff. And I'm like, why does nobody like my stuff? You know what I mean, like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like, you know, you compare yourself, but at the same time, it's like, I get to do this for my job. Like, mm-hmm. praise God. Like, that's awesome. You know? Yeah. 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 I was literally talking to my wife, Danielle, about that in the kitchen the other day. Um, and she like my, one of my love languages, like words of affirmation, she was like pumping me up. And I was like, babe, do you realize like I get to be home, we get to do this and like, sure, like there's hard stuff. Like, sure, I'm working a lot of like, you know, weird hours or weekends or whatever, but like we're doing this thing. And I don't know, it's just, it is, I I think, uh, you know, we talked about like spouses that prop you up in terms of, you know, maybe floating the family financially for a season or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. But I also think that when you've got people that you are providing for or like, you know, if I was single, Josh didn't work as hard as as Mary as current Josh. And right. sometimes I look at that as like wasted years. You're like, oh, you could have like produced so much more. Mm-hmm. But I also think that like having a reason, like, hey, you gotta show up or else, um, is like what I chalk up a lot of the success to. And like having I don't know, it sounds like cheesy or whatever, like a muse or an inspiration or like, you know, it's not just like, am I having fun right now? It is yeah. no, like I want to do meaningful work that I'm excited about, but also like I got I got feed these kids and mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know, like we like it that like we're single income family. Like we like the way like we did this on purpose and yeah. you know, same kind of thing. Like everybody's everybody's goals look super different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought uh, Timothy uh, had a poop emoji at the thing. I did too. In the comments. It's like <laughs> learning a lot today. Thanks for sharing your experiences. Poop emoji. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, that's great. Um, all right. I feel like there was something else we needed to cover on the, uh, Oh, I'm going to actually, I'm going to give you a little cheat code because the episode we're doing, uh, for the season finale, which we'll we'll leak that guest later. I think everybody will be excited. Uh, I'm going to definitely ask you, how do you do your year end review? And what does that process look like for you? And I know you're not going to think about it until an hour before the show, no, but know that question is coming. <laughs> and I think uh, uh, I would love to kind of like wrap up this puppy and hearing from uh, Tammy and Landon, like, how do you guys self-evaluate? Like, say, say, Tammy, like you can't reach your friends. 
what do you do to pump yourself back up that's maybe non-spiritual or like yeah. non, you know what I'm saying? Like what are some practical things that you do to, to or, you know, evaluate whether or not you're hitting the mark? Yeah, I think uh, one thing I've always done is I always keep a folder of every year. And so I literally have a folder that goes back to like maybe 2013, um, which is when I kind of started taking things a lot more seriously, I'll say. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, just going back, like I still have my first uh, album of the pic first pictures I ever took with the camera before I got really got into photography. And when I get to travel and speak, like those are the pictures I take with me because I think it's important for people people to see that I'm just like you. Like I'm not I'm not more important. Now more people will probably see my work and they, and there's more eyes on me, but that that does not make me more important than you, dude. And I so, love that so much. Yeah, and so I I think you know like yeah I don't want I don't want to ever seem like I'm not approachable, and I think you know Instagram. I, Instagram with verification, the amount of followers you have and stuff like that. People feel like this person is more important in society. And I, I hate that. I hate mm -hmm. that. Feeling. Um, so I think it's important to always go back. So right now I have my um, I'm finishing up my 2022 folder. Once it's done, I have a folder called archives and I just put I just make a 2022 folder, put all the projects I did in there. And then it's always fun. 2023, January 5th or whatever get back into Dropbox, make a new folder, type in 2023, mm. make another folder called designs. And then we just wait and see what comes in, you know? And so mm -hmm. it's always important to just go back and just see the stuff you make. Like I've seen some of my posters that I've made last year or the beginning of this year and what I'm making now. I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> I grew, you know, yeah. whether yeah. more work is coming That's in or good. not, there's still some type of growth. So I think it's important to keep an archive of the old work you've done and revisit it and learn from, you know, um, the, the, the way you've grown, you know? Yeah. So for me now, a lot of my work has sometimes some 3d elements or some more depth or the concepts are like getting better. Mm -hmm. um, and that's because I'm just like putting in reps and that's why mm -hmm. I like the whole poster a day. I don't make a poster every day anymore cause I'm too busy, but the idea of still being able to make a poster, something that's fun. Mm -hmm. It's kind of what got me started in this whole journey. So I love that. That's yeah. such a good idea to organize your files that way. Cause like with me, like, I mean, I started in 2007. So, I mean, a lot of my old stuff, I don't even have anymore. Cause it was on like my old MacBook. Right. But like the last few years, like the way I organize my files is alphabetically. Mm -hmm. So it would be really hard for me to go back. Like I'd have to literally go through every single letter and be like, yep. what year was this? So that's a good idea. I'm going to start that in 2023. I love that. That's a great idea. Yeah. That is really good. I, um, I'm also not that organized to, to drop them in folders, but yeah, that was, <laughs> that's great. Um, what I do is I honestly go back through Instagram. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. My, yeah, looking at some of my old, earlier posts. Um, and obviously that takes me back to memories around that time. Like I said, um, concepts are getting deeper and much more mm -hmm. shallow back then. Um, looking at old emails that I, that I had sent clients and, and the work there. Um, but yeah, it's just super interesting to see how far you've come as a designer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's another reason uh, you just touched on with like why I encourage people to post to Instagram, because in that moment you are 
doing the work of like prepping this thing, this project for showing to the world. Mm-hmm. And so rather than when it's time to update your portfolio or do some like year end recap or whatever, you're not starting from like, crap, what was that project to yeah. like, here's polished up thing. Like you've already kind of done that middle step. So then you could just say, let me go find the files from when I posted that. And uh, it really helps. I, I experienced that last time I redid my website. I was like, oh, man, you know, now I'm just like literally just picking my favorite things from what I've already posted. I'm not going like, oh, what all have I done? Yeah. Um, one way. So I'm I'm big, big team. And we've talked about this other times. I'm big on team folder organization. And I've got every project like the first part of it is like the year and month and then mm-hmm. like the project ID. So like, you know, if I've done 12 projects in November, it'll be one, two or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so by, by doing that, like I can literally just like scroll through my project folder, similar to what you're talking about, Tammy. Yeah. But another one that I do, because even in that system, I will lose sight of like, that's a lot of projects over the year and I'm going to forget something. Right. So I've got a running Apple note, like just scratch paper where I have like quarter one goals, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four, and like big wins for the year. Yep. And I'll even write down like what movies I watched, what books that I read, like what like cultural experiences that I had that I want to remember um, at the end of the year. So then I, when I like same thing, when you're having that low moment of like, dang, things are off the rails, stuff's not going good. I can go scroll through that if I, if mm-hmm. friends aren't available or whatever and go like, oh shoot, I forgot that was this year. I forgot mm-hmm. we did that thing or I ran a 5k or yeah. won that award or spoke at that thing. And, um, you know, if you're motivated by, you know, doing things and accomplishing things like some of us are, whether that's healthy or not, it's totally a separate conversation, but going back and like seeing, like hyping yourself up is that that's one great way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. for sure. Well, folks, that's going to be a wrap for today. You guys have been great. Huge shout out to our guests. As always, we're going to have links for these guys down below. Uh, be sure and show them some love and tune in weekly Fridays live at 1 p.m. Eastern to come hang out for the live YouTube experience. We're going to call it an experience, not a not a video, <laughs> not a show, not a live. It's an experience. Uh, and uh, yeah, we got a podcast now, too. So check us out on Spotify, Apple. I think there's some other lame places where we are, but nobody I don't think anybody uses those. I'm not sure. Um but yeah, like, uh, love you guys. Like, share, subscribe, and please share the, a link to this episode. Thanks for joining us today. Hope you had as much fun as I did. You can join us for live recordings each week on YouTube on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern. We'd love to have you. And you can visit freelancefridays.live for more info or to nominate a guest for an episode on the show. If you like the show and you want to show us some love and help us keep this party rolling, Take a second and share a link to this episode with a friend. Until next time, adios.